Enjoy yourself, Mr. Conrad. Enjoy your house. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Nocturnal Podcast. Thank you very much for all the lovely messages and comments from the last episode. Uh, you guys seem to really enjoy it, uh, and and you liked the discussion that me and Matt had, and so I'm glad, and I'm sure that you will enjoy the rest. Today, however, um, it is just going to be me, and <clears throat> and hopefully uh, that doesn't <laughs> hopefully that doesn't devalue it in any way. Um, I recorded this podcast yesterday, and uh, I think for maybe two hours I just sat and spoke to the microphone. And when I listened back, I had the right idea, but I just really was not in the mindset for this. Anyway, today, because it is just going to be me, I'm going to speak about my beliefs, um, because that's probably what's going to come up the most uh, in discussions with other people. And it's probably best if I give you guys an insight into how I believe the universe works and <clears throat> and what I think the meaning to, to things are. It's also something that I spend a lot of my time doing. I spend a lot of my time thinking, regardless of what it is. But a lot of that time I spend thinking is spent thinking, uh, I wonder how this part of the universe works. I wonder what this part of spirituality means or religion means. And I don't know. I describe myself as a wanderer. Um, if I describe myself as an overthinker and label myself with that negativity of, of the overthinker, then I'm only going to take that on. Rather, I call myself the wanderer or a wanderer because, uh, because I wonder about everything. And if I don't have something to wonder about, that's when I start to overthink. And so religion and spirituality in the universe is, is, it's all me questioning and wondering how, how I can gain understanding, how everything works. So um, I think I have to start with the question I get asked often, which is, uh, do I believe in God? And my answer is yes, but I don't believe in your typical... Um, man in the sky with a big beard, God. And I don't believe in um, in the Christian God in the sense of this separate entity. He might not manifest himself as human, but I do not believe in, in the idea of God being a separate entity. Uh, rather, I believe that God is within us uh, and God is without us and God is everywhere. And at first, that comes across as really uh, cringy. That's how I hear it. I hear that as cringy. As a, as, a, as a kid, if I got told that God was within us and without us, I'd be thinking of the force from Star Wars and thinking, what the fuck are you on? But uh, it's funny. I think um, the way to back up that God is within us and without us and is not a separate entity, but rather part of the collective. It's to say that God is energy itself. Energy is within everything. Energy makes up everything. You know, from the ears you're using to listen to this podcast, 
to the very sound that's coming from whatever device you're listening to this on. To me, speaking into this microphone, it's all energy. And this podcast is uh, simply a transferal of energy. From whatever I ate last night, whilst I was maybe a little bit too baked and had like four chunky Kit Kats, I've taken that energy in my body and now that energy is going towards me speaking and making this sound and like it's captured by my microphone and held in my computer. Just another brain of energy. Nothing different from ours apart from it's not biological. And then through the magic of the internet, which is simply just energy again, you can then collect that energy by playing it on your device and listening with your energy capturing ears. Everything is energy, not just sound, but touch. I mean, everything. I I was going to list off the senses, but everything is made up of energy. And so where do I go from there? I don't really know. Now, society has the idea that we live inside of the universe. And whilst I believe that this is true, I also believe that it's not true. Just the same as with quantum physics, that things can be both and neither at the same time. I believe that the universe as we know it, of balls of mass flying around, suns and stars and galaxies and I don't know what the fuck else, clusters, star bombs, I don't know, space rockets, this earth. That's only one side of the universe from my perspective. I believe that that's the physical side of the universe. And I believe that there's equally a non-physical side. And my justification for that is the idea that the universe is infinite. And for something to be infinite, it has to travel infinitely onwards and infinitely backwards, simultaneously. It has to be both and neither at the same time. And so we know what the being is. And the being is the physical plane that we live on and can interact with. Made up of that energy that I spoke of earlier. But I believe just as numbers expand infinitely upwards and infinitely downwards, I believe that there is a negative scale. And I believe that that negative scale represents our minds. And this inwards universe... You see, I see our minds as this, um, I see our minds as this, um, this infinite space, this infinite space of potential and possibility and thought and creativity. And so that is the inwards universe and the outwards universe is the physical. Both the inwards and the outwards universe are made up of waves, which are just representations of how energy works to us. And so that is my idea on the fact that 
God is energy and God lives within the physical things that surround you. And God also lives within yourself and within your mind and you are an expression of God. I also then believe that there's a certain amount of consciousness to this energy. And we as humans have this great consciousness that allows us to tap into this infinite source of creativity that springs from nothingness. And just as we that are made of waves can experience this level of consciousness, I believe that everything else also experiences a level of consciousness. And it's often that you hear that plants have consciousness, just not the same level as us. And animals have consciousness, just not the same level. Well, I believe that this is the matter for all things, for all matter. <laughs> I believe that rocks hold a certain amount of consciousness, just as that plant just as the bed that you're lying in, just as the phone that you're holding and listening to this on. And to some that might seem like an absurd idea that I should label these inanimate objects to have consciousness. But when you take the idea that God is energy, and energy holds somewhat amount of consciousness, and when you take the idea that we only know what our own personal, individual consciousness is like, at least for the most of us, that's all we know, then I think it's not too abstract to say that these objects experience a certain amount of consciousness and a certain amount of being, that they are uh, conscious to an extent. It just might not be how we label consciousness currently. So that is my idea on what God means to me and my relation and perspective on God. Pardon me. And the most important thing to take away from that is that God is not a separate entity that you can remove responsibility onto and say that it is his fault for this or for that and you have some amount of self-control and responsibility for yourself i could get into the whole idea of how christianity completely removes responsibility from the individual as a human and i think that And so I could go into that, and I, and I don't want to. But I think the way I would like to go with this is that if we change the mindset of us as individuals here for survival and dependent on an external God, and I believe if we change that perspective into the perspective that we are a general collective of humans that can be here to benefit each other and this earth and all the inhabitants of the earth, then we will see a, a rise in contentment in life. And, um, and hopefully one day people won't need to survive 
and rather people will just get to live. And I must say, I've um, I've got this this man Daniel that I'm friends with. He's homeless, and I've known him for a year. I met him one night outside of Morrison's, and it was pouring down with rain, and he was stood there asking for money, and um. I think I gave him some change and, and me and my girlfriend of the time were speaking to him. And because it was pouring down with rain, we both decided to get a taxi home. And, uh, and I thought about it, that taxi was only four pounds. I could have gone to the bank machine and given him 20 pounds. And I thought about it a lot and I, I kept this man in my mind. And a few months later, he kept popping up everywhere. <laughs> I kept seeing this Daniel and I got to know him a bit better and I gave him some money every time I saw him. It got to the point that even when I was at Spoons with a big group of people, I went outside for a fag and uh, Daniel was there. So I go rushing back in asking everyone for their change to give him some money. <laughs> It's funny because someone once said to me, uh, once I gave him money, a friend of mine once said, you know, he, he doesn't care about you. He, he only cares about the money. And, uh, and that disheartened me. And it doesn't dishearten me in the fact that he was taking money and not caring about me. But it disheartened me for, for the friend that had said that. Because to me, the money didn't have worth or value. And what had the worth and value was that I could sit there and have discussions with him. And I didn't care if he viewed me as a big £20 note. My mindset was that if I could provide some idea of companionship to this friend then his hopes would be lifted a bit. Anyway, I recently saw Daniel. I gave him some money and a couple of rollies and, and a lighter <clears throat> to keep him going. And so while I sat with him, I noticed to myself how much of a privilege it is to be able to sit here in this life and to consider what God is and to consider the relation between myself and God and to consider the understandings of the universe and to try and work shit out. It's a real privilege to be able to sit where I am in life. But what I'm saying is, is that I've noticed that privilege that I have and I can be thankful and show gratitude towards it because um, because quite frankly I don't know what I would be doing if I wasn't spending most of my time debating God and using crystals and all this stuff that isn't necessary for survival but only deepens my my take on life. I also wanted to speak a bit about spirituality. I think it's probably going to come up a lot in some of these podcasts with some people. And um, 
It's a very interesting subject to me that has surrounded my whole life uh, without me realizing. So yeah, I wanted to speak about spirituality a bit and and how that has uh, impacted me. Obviously, if you know me personally, you know that I have uh, fallen into a bout of of serious uh, spirituality hippiness since the beginning of the pandemic. And um, it's funny, I'm in a battle with myself of is this a phase or is this me truly finding myself? Maybe it's both. But um, it's funny because I used to always say to people that I would become a hippie in the woods one day and I would be a nudist. I'd be a hippie nudist living in, in, a, in the woods. That's what I used to say. And um, this year really helped me to realize that I don't have to wait until I'm 60 to be a hippie nudist living in the woods. So I uh, I took on the role of hippie. <laughs> uh, I didn't quite take on the role of nudist. Not yet. I think that will be more of a later in life thing once uh, once I'm truly done. <laughs> uh, and I don't live in the woods yet because uh, sadly I need to make money first before I do that. But anyway, I, I realized that I could become a hippie. I realized there's nothing holding me back apart from myself and my own confidence and comfort with my own expression. And it's funny because I've never taken to something so naturally. And I've never changed so much at the same time as I feel myself. And you know, my mum and I, we get into deep conversations a lot. And um, we were speaking about my growth and my change throughout this year. And uh, what I thought of it and what my mum thought of it. And my mum said something really interesting and I don't remember her exact wording, but she said that from her view, I haven't changed as a person. I've just changed how I show myself and that's exactly what it is. Whilst I may be in touch now with, um, with spiritual shit more than I was in the past, I've always been surrounded by it. And it's always uh, intrigued me. Everything fucking intrigues me, man. If I can get an understanding on it, I'll be intrigued. But as a child, I grew up with crystals and I'd sleep with them under my pillow to stop my nosebleed or to have better dreams. I'd have tiger's eye and rose quartz and whatever else that I would get. And I'd collect them from these magazines at first. And I was also surrounded by the idea of guardian angels. And so whilst we weren't a consciously spiritual family, I was surrounded by spiritual things and spiritual practices that I took on myself without realizing. So I was always told about these guardian angels and um, and I don't even know how I would label those guardian angels now. I just know that I probably wouldn't name them a guardian angel. But as a child, um, when I was young, and I don't remember how young, but it was when I would sleep in the room by myself. And so it was probably when I was two, three, or four, maybe. 
I don't know if my brother was born yet or not, but I know he wasn't in the rooms with me at night. But before I'd go to sleep every night, I would hear this very calm woman's voice speaking to me. And I only have one distinct memory of it happening. But I understand it would happen quite often. It wasn't something that unsettled me. And every night this woman would speak to me and uh, would ask me how my day was going and she'd say, hello, Kyle, how was your day today? What did you do? And I didn't speak back to the angel. I just thought about what I did that day. I don't remember ever addressing the angel directly or this, this disembodied voice directly. But I remember, I remember I'd be able to just think and that would be enough of an answer. So it's funny. Um, I used to speak to angels when I was younger. I used to be obsessed with nature and earth and not obsessed. I'm probably more obsessed now than I was then, but I was deeply, deeply interested. And uh, I also used the fucking crystal magic. <laughs> Maybe it's because I've, I've been conditioned or programmed from a young age to believe in this type of stuff. Or maybe that is just a vantage point that I was reincarnated into. The family I needed to be reincarnated into. A family that was already spiritually accepting, but not enough that it was related to family. Just spiritually accepting enough that I could take that as my own adventure and my own ideas and build upon it. And honestly, my journey this year has um has been a great one. It's been really fucking shitty at some points, do not get me wrong. I've had some real fucking downers this year. I think everyone has. But when I sit here and I think about how I have found my connection with this spirituality again, how I've found the comfortability with the expression of my femininity and how I've just found comfortability with myself. When I look at that, I can see that the growth that I have undergone this year is going to be far more beneficial than just having happy moments without a pandemic. I find this comfort of, of trusting the universe as happy as it sounds. And um, the one thing which has been changing my mindset about the comfort of this universe or has been pushing that barrier further has been this podcast itself. I, I, I'm often finding myself in, in moments of internal uh, debate over this podcast and speaking about the experiences because I know it's probably not too beneficial for me getting too many careers in the future if I'm putting out online that I'd smoke marijuana and, and have taken LSD. And so I'm constantly battling back and forth in my head whether 
to express myself and to tell these stories online like I want to. Or rather to repress that expression for later in life when it is more accepted. And obviously I'm still going ahead with the podcast. It's funny because this is something that is in my own hands. And I understand that I want to express myself through this medium and about these subjects. But I've also, outweighing it on the other side, I have societal expectations and societal norms. And it's funny because I believe that is what a lot of us are facing at the minute. Only they're facing that relevant to their own experiences. And so, whilst you're listening to this, I want to say that find comfort in the universe and, and do what your calling is. Become the person you want to be and express yourself the way you want to, regardless of where society stands just now. In 40 years, all I know is, is that the subject of psychedelics could be accepted and... Uh, and I hope it is. I, I push for it to be. I think there's a lot of healing and learning and growth to be taken from them. As long as they're done responsibly. And I believe ritualistically can help as well. But that's all stories for another day. And although I'm saying this about psychedelics. This applies to everything about you listening to this. Express yourself in the way that might not be deemed as acceptable or as acceptable by society. If that is how you wish to express yourself. Society's norms will only change as we push the boundaries. And, uh, and I'm sure we can all push the boundaries. Anyway, that quickly turned into some inspirational speech about pushing the boundaries of societal norms. And I came off the back of me talking to angels and using crystals. But hopefully you have enjoyed this podcast. It's a bit of a shorter one, but it just gives you a bit of that insight into Kyle Livingston and who I am. I should say that every time I feel those pressures of society and I feel that I cannot do or express how I wish to express myself, I sit and I meditate. And, uh, and eventually I find this calmness and I bring myself back down to this level where I'm at now and how I've been while speaking throughout this whole podcast. I just hope it doesn't come off as, as pretentious. <laughs> but if you find yourself stressed about it, sit with the thoughts, meditate and push it away and realize that there's trust in the universe. Ride down the river and don't fight it. And don't paddle too fast. You'll get there in the end. You don't have to paddle down river. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast.
and I hope it's given a little bit of insight into me and uh, who I am and my beliefs and if you've been listening to this podcast to get to sleep tonight you're probably fast asleep by now and I hope you're sleeping tight and uh, if you're listening to this whilst doing whatever else I don't know I hope you're enjoying that too Anyway, I'm going to go now. It was lovely speaking to you and getting all of this off my mind and being able to share that. Take care, be safe, and uh, Hare Krishna. Express yourself the way you wish to express yourself. Do it, baby. I'll catch you in the next episode. Cheerio.